Viking fans, welcome to tonight's episode, season 5, uh, episode 17, the most terrible thing. And shit is finally happening in Iceland. You're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Good evening, Viking fans. Welcome to tonight's episode. We are here ready to talk Vikings with you guys. Myself and Al over here. My name is Yaku. This guy, Al G, what up? We're in the middle. Camera over here looking at you guys. You guys get this broad view. We've got Vikings in the background. And we are ready to jump right into this. Uh, once again, if you guys are on the live chat tonight, thank you so much. Welcome. You guys are blowing it up. Mark has been waiting for us. Dude, we are here. Relax. We're, we're, we are <laughs> with you. Megan, I see you. Lollipop Cool. Adriatni is here. Welcome, everybody. If you have any comments, any suggestions, anything like that, throw it in the comments. We are looking at it. And we will call you guys out. Damn. Right? Let's do it. Let's do it. So Alice, like, stop talking, Yaku, and let's just get to this <laughs> freaking show right now. All right. So let's start off with this um, episode. Uh, overall episode. Overall thoughts. What do you think? Uh, I enjoyed the episode. Um, no big battles, but definitely some gut-wrenching moments. And, you know, and we're going to get into all that stuff. We're well, gonna we're going to get that. into it. No big battles, but really some 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 mental battles uh, yeah. all over the place and uh-huh. some some very it's very personal a big battle is like uh, gore it's got really personal in this episode so i think we'll start it off with and i forgot what i wanted to do i think i said uh york let's start it off with york it's a kind of a short one we'll end it off with iceland because iceland is the good stuff oh my goodness yeah that, right uh that shit just went wild <laughs> finally um and uh yeah let's uh, start with york so bjorn is is training these vikings he is he's getting ready to go to katagat Right, mm-hmm. he wants to sail immediately. He's got um, things getting ready, but he—I feel like he's, he's like struggling with King Harold here a little bit because he—I feel like he, he sees King Harold's eyeing his, his woman. Mm. Yeah, that, I, I knew that was going to be an issue. It's definitely interesting dynamic, and and uh, her name, man, Gunhild. She's de- we'll get we'll get into her, but man, she's yeah. she's definitely real slippery. She's definitely using the power of the P. Power of the P is being used yeah. in this moment. So let's just talk about this whole situation here. So first of all, she's out there kicking ass on the battlefield, like mm-hmm. just showing left and right. And my wife even called this out. She said that there's so many uh, women characters or female characters, sorry, that uh, is powerful in this whole s- yeah. season, which is awesome. And yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, where's the cheers on the on mm. the on the live chat? That's awesome. And so she's just kicking ass there. She's like beating people up, and uh, King Harold likes it because he calls it out. Right. Right? Yeah. He loves it. He, he loves I mean, and, and what's not to like, and the funny thing is we know that they had that kind of, like, interesting rapport when she dropped that, like, flirt bomb with them, you know, before they went to battle before. Like, you know. She did. You, yeah, she was like, you know, you're going to, you know, you will be married again. And I don't know, man. She's she's a, she's a, she's a, you got to keep an eye on her. Okay, well, you keep it, keeping an eye on her, and that's uh-huh. what, exactly, and that's what I asked in the live chat before we even started here. I was talking to the guys in the live chat, and my I asked, like, you know, is she playing both sides? Is she and and Aria um Aria or Davis is saying she's a double agent. So what do you think? I, I agree one hundred percent. Even when Bjorn was was kind of talking to her and he was at least he was honest. He was like, I'm not sure if I love you. I think I do, maybe I do. But she was so noncommittal the whole time. She wouldn't just say, I love you or I love Harold. She wanted him to say it. 
There to him. There you go. Right? She wanted, so, him, she wanted him to say it first. She wanted him to say it first. So let's, before we get into the slippery part, before we get to this, because this, the scene ends with York is basically, the you know, Harold and Gunnild versus Bjorn and Gunnild. So before we get there, Bjorn is super anxious to get to cut the gut. So he wants to attack when people aren't expecting it. So I'm guessing it's winter right. and there's storms on, on the English Channel mm. and some shit's going down there. Right. Yeah, uh, and I don't know. I, I'm glad there's that tension there because sometimes I feel like things have been too easy, at least for Bjorn. You know, yeah. he got back really easy. They accepted him really easy. Are they supposed to just drop everything and attack right when he wants to attack? You know, he doesn't have a whole lot of leverage. So I, I, I think it's good that Harold's like kind of like um, making him earn it, make him wait a little bit. I like that. He's making him wait a little bit, but he's also sweetening the deal, saying like, "Listen." My proposal before this was with your brother saying, like, well, if, if Ivar da- dies, then I become king. And Bjorn is like, well, yeah, we'll just keep the same, hmm. you know, thing. But uh, that's why I said it's like, yeah, it's easy for you to say Bjorn because you don't know what's going to happen in the next 20 years. It's just, let's just, it's, he's basically agreeing with Bjorn at that second. Mm. Um, and tomorrow he's killing King Harold. So it's like, yeah, you swear in your arm ring. And then he would swear on his wife. His to be wife, yeah. which is where all this tension between Gunhild, Harold, and Bjorn, the triangle. And my first thing is like, Harold's in love with Gunhild so much, he might be trying to kill, you know, Bjorn, you know, next time he turns his back. You well, know? we know that's <laughs> not going to happen. We can't because then the show's okay. over. <laughs> so Bjorn is a legend. Somebody called it out earlier saying, like, Bjorn is, is acting really improved throughout the seasons, um, is what someone said here, and that he will definitely stay till the end, which I hope he does. They've definitely given him more depth than, yep. as a character. Absolutely. So now. They're getting ready. King Harold's like, cool, you'll have your ships. We are sailing to Katagat, and we will attack Ivar, and I will be king if you die. Cool. Now the whole triangle mm-hmm. situation, right? Mm-hmm. So Gunnild is talking to Harold. She's like, okay, listen, um, do you, are you still want to be king of of, of, of the all of Norway? He's like, obviously, yes. Well, it's like, well, I will want to be queen. And she also mentions saying, like, um, no man will ever claim me. Wow. Right? That powerful, very important words. Exactly. And so because she says that, I'm thinking like, yeah, she is a double agent, but she's not a... Okay, so what does a double agent mean? It's like you need to lean like towards either the one side or the other side. My instinct is telling me she's leaning towards her side. Like she's not on the left or the right. Yeah, she's all about herself. She's all about herself. She's waiting for the perfect moment, um, which leads into her talking to Bjorn. And this was kind of a, was kind of a beautiful, beautiful scene. I, I, I don't think if, you, if you've seen it, and call it out in the live chat, please. Um, Bjorn started crying. Yeah. Like, I literally pointed his, his, on his face. He, like, he was like a teenage boy. Mm-hmm. He was, and he was, and he was truly vulnerable. And at that time, he was alone, because it's not just that he's alone with her and bearing his feelings. He's over there in Harold's army within them as a guest. You know, he doesn't have an army. So this is the first time, like, he, he truly True. is alone. So I think I think that, yeah, it takes a big man to, to kind of say it. Maybe <laughs> You most think people... he's alone because there's, he's, he's, he doesn't have an army. He's all alone. He doesn't have his brothers or yeah. family. And he's falling for this girl. And Megan is saying it in the live chat. Megan is saying King Harold fell so hard, so fast for this girl. Mm. And he did, right? Yeah, he did. But he so did. did Bjorn. So did Bjorn. I think, and the, the, the fact that, I mean, I knew she she was trouble once she was still entertaining Harold because I thought once she ended up with Bjorn that was pretty much going to be it but the fact that I guess she was intrigued by the fact that I don't know that uh, Harold is still you know the the acting king and that he's still pining for her. who wouldn't love that who wouldn't love that if like the acting king was still pining over you? even though you have another guy you're supposedly claimed to yeah of course she would love it and not just another guy but one of the most 
what he said, she said it, the most, most famous, famous person in the world. So yeah. she is just all up in there. Uh, yeah, famous. She's loving it. Um, I want to call out here Emily Edwards saying, um, hey, everybody. And she said also that this was episode was boring, completely boring. You know what, Emily? I, I got the same vibe. Yes, we didn't have any big battle scenes or anything like that. But like we always say, you know, James has said it before as well, we kind of need these episodes to kind of just tie the knots together and, and connect everything. So we kind of have to like just do our part, watch it, then see it through. And then the next three episodes will hopefully be epic because there's a lot of things. That's, yeah, we're laying the groundwork for you, a lot of Oh, my stuff. God. We're laying the groundwork so thick and it's going to be amazing. Yeah. Um, cool. And so, yeah, he's, uh, he's in love and that's about it. Is there anything else happening in uh, York? Uh, that sounds like you nailed it to me. One last thing from York, which I think is very important, is the Bjorn calling it, I am afraid. Bjorn Ironside saying that I am afraid and mm. then she even said like the most you know famous person in the world is saying I didn't expect you to say that nor did mm. I and I think that and, and she and thank goodness she was finally able to like somewhat reciprocate or at least acknowledge that she just wanted here's the most famous man in the world and like you said she wanted him to be vulnerable to her which he did not only was he scared not only had to say I love you basically I thought he was going to start crying getting on his knees I don't know <laughs> clacking <laughs> together almost. yeah 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 but he laid it all bare so I mean you know a good woman you know she wants you know she she basically got down to to his essence and I think and, and actually I think there's something to be said for a man who can, can admit his humanity humility and and where he's at in life without necessarily always having to put on airs so that's kind of i think that's being right-sized right-sized is exactly what it is and it's also like his authentic self so if bjorn ironside is gonna say i love you which he did say Mm. and start crying um i mean that is like you you don't get any more real than that so what i want to know from you l and i want to know from you guys in the Mm. live chat right now is after you've both seen both sides, you've seen Gunnild with King Harold, you've seen Gunnild with um, Bjorn. After she has experienced both of those sides, which side is she going to fall to? Like, wh- which side is she going to pick? Let me know in the comments. We can call it out. What do you think? Oh, man, she's playing the long game. It's too early to tell. I don't think she knows. She's, like, she's still hedging her bets. <laughs> she, so you don't think she knows. I think that she is... Um, she literally did her research. She went to the one. What am I going to get there? What am I going to get with the other one? Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you can get the one is fame, the one is queen, queendom, the other one is true love. Mm. So now you just have to ask you what, what she wants. There you go. Um, all right. Uh, so let's see. So that's it for York. I'll call it out if you guys let me know which side you think uh, Gunnell is going to fall to. Um, let's go to Katagat because York and Katagat is kind of intertwined. Mm-hmm. Right, because they're talking about attacking Katagat the whole time. They're sending their army towards Katagat, and there's a lot of other things happening in Katagat as well at this point. Yeah, uh, Ivar's consolidating consolidating his power. Man, he's he's, he's just he's, he's, he doesn't miss a beat. You know, he he doesn't miss a beat. He doesn't miss a beat. You know what? I think he missed a few beats. In this okay. One. Well, in this one scene, I agree with you, okay. um, Al, very much. I agree with you, but I do think he missed a few beats. In this one scene, um, well, maybe we'll get to that. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Let's let's start in the beginning of Katakat because mm. I think that's a very pivotal point. By the way, guys, thank you so much for you guys in the live chat. If you are listening to us on iTunes, make sure to give us a five stars. Uh, make sure to give us a comment there. If you guys are in the live chat, even if you're not watching this live, you can, you know, you're watching this afterwards, tomorrow, whatnot, give us a thumbs up. Give us a, a comment down in the section. We always read through the comments. We have such amazing fans and such, a, you guys really gave us some love in the previous episode. And I really thank you for that. So thank you very much. Um, no cheers, Steve. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> there we go. And I would be a mess if I, I, Steve, you should really fire me because I'm really doing such a poor job at um, hosting this show. I didn't man, even you're kicking butt, man. I didn't even introduce you. So, Steve, say hi to the people. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Steve Steve's, is, the, Steve's the, the God's eye voice, the yeah. God voice. <laughs> Steve is the voice of God making sound effects, giving his comment now and again uh, on what he thinks about the show. So, uh, hi, Steve, and thank you for doing such a great job in running the show. Carry on, guys. Thank you very much. Um, here we got the green light. So, all right. So, Katagat, uh, Ivar, he wants to change the rules. So he's have as a, he has a huge spiel. Uh, everybody can vote on everything. You know, we have certain things, people to vote on certain aspects of it, all of it. But why is he doing that? Like, why is, it, is he making such a point of that? Obviously, he's, he's, he's doing the, quote, benevolent dictator. I do this because I care for you. I don't want you to have to worry about all those burdens and worry about those laws and voting. I'll take care of it. Me and my people in a trust, if you don't you worry, your pretty little head. Just, you know, the thing is, is he knows that I'll take care of you, but you must let me know who's against me. That's the thing. You know? That's what's happening. Yeah. Okay, I like that. Yeah, And I like how at that point he's just setting the ambiance and dimming the lights. Yeah. And, okay, and he's like giving the signal and then all this like posse is like just yeah you notice that right yeah. the lights and now and and like the, there, the background changed and everything and he's sitting there like a storyteller and he's like all right so this is what's going to happen everybody yeah. listen up okay all right uh i like that um uh yeah and he goes into like people you know telling everybody in whisperings that i'm the enemy and so i think things are getting to him i think his brother is obviously getting to him and mm. we saw that in this episode you know you know what the seer said one interesting thing before uh ivar killed him he said he said ivar you have a snake in your mind literally and you and i were both looking at that later on when he left that trail of the snake i don't want to spoil the lead but the point but the point is yeah i think he's he's definitely in whether you call him possessed demon or borderline personality but he's definitely on the edge he's on that other end right now he's 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 beyond reason at this point he's beyond reason he's just damn right out crazy yeah right he is yeah. just and but he he gets real here um when he we, so he's, he's talking to everybody he's like we need to figure out who, who is against me because we you want me to crush everybody like yes he's riling up his crowd he's getting his fans he's a great speech he's, he's a great talker mm-hmm. he knows what the people wants to hear and he tells them exactly that and he changes their minds in an instant these guys are hail Ivar hail Odin hail Ivar okay so he's got them all around mm-hmm. their pinky right mm-hmm. now he's alone in the room with um, with Freitas and so mm-hmm. Okay, so now what happens? Freitas is, uh, she says, well, she put, she puts a, he, when he's when he opens up about what should I do with my brother, and that's always, you know, we're always wondering what's going to happen with Vitzik. You know, he's like he's going to let him just wander around and be a thorn in his side and constantly question his authority. And then she makes a good uh, good question. She says, well, do you want to be a king who's loved or a king who's feared? And I actually, I mean, I would have thought Ivar had no doubt he just he'd rather be feared. But you know, she's, uh, I guess. Her putting that out there, I guess, is making him probably open to the fact that, man, hey, maybe Ivar can finally be loved. He's always wanted to be loved. He's, only wanted. he's, he's always, said it, always he said wanted it, to be loved. He said it in the previous there you episode go. or in the two Twitter, he said, all I wanted was to, to be loved. All he wanted to be loved. So f- the fear, making people fear him, I think, is easy. And I think that's some, I think she's uh, she's definitely tapped into something. You know, that's something he's always wanted. Well, we'll see how. He said, well, she asked him and he said, I don't know, because I think he, 
she, he's listening to reason. And so I, I thought it was good advice. I mean, it is good advice. But And so um, who said it here? Uh, is messing with, he, someone is messing with, who said someone is messing with her head? Oh, um, I can't wait for Vitzek to break away from Ivar. His wife is messing with his head, as uh, Davis, Ariad, uh, mm, Davis said that. So, I mean, first of all, in this scene, we're saying he's crazy, uh. completely off the trails. But at this scene, he's like lying on his side. And he's like really like in thought. He's really thinking, like mm-hmm. he's, he's contemplating. Right. He's he's you know looking back. Right. And so it's like a one once again a really real moment that he's having. It's like he, they hate me. My brother hates me. Yeah, and the thing is, I think we and, le, and let's clarify. I think you are on the same page that while we've been calling uh, Ivar crazy loosely, he's crazy like a fox. He's not. He's not so far crazy that he's not able to uh, ascertain reality and see what's going on. Well, he, he thinks he's a god. Yeah, he thinks he's a god, but he does realize that if I kill my brother, you know, then the people will hate me. And his and his uh, and Freitas reminds him of that. So he's, he's still able to to like uh, to debate a little bit of reason. It's interesting you say that because in, in the beginning you said, well, if I burn my brother. If I kill my own brother then there would be no doubt for people like who would stand up against me true was his first thought and that's the kind of do you want people to fear or love you so that's yeah. the fear kind right yeah and then Freitas were like okay well whatever fear versus love mm-hmm. and then obviously he's like i don't know like because my instinct's telling me like this guy wants the fear she's telling love and he is obviously going to listen to like we've seen now already mm-hmm. going to listen to anything that she says mm-hmm. and so he's speaking that side and i th- i think um i think that and that's actually like a, a good solution i was surprised though i mean are, are we going to talk about that scene where uh ivar makes the offer to uh yeah he, that's that's happens okay, next so, so that's yeah. right right now yeah so when he snakes on in and i'm surprised <laughs> i mean definitely <laughs> literally snakes on in like leaves the trail of a snake uh, that to me that harkens back to just the the, the, the seer comparing him to a, his, his, his skull as a snake and his, he has a snake in his brain. But um, uh, it harkens uh, it harkens to the fact that when he threatened to kill uh, his 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 wife Thor, when he said, "If you don't go, I'll kill Thor." The funny thing is, my first instinct was, "Why doesn't he take Thor with him?" But you think it's a good thing that he doesn't take Thor with him. You think she's not good for him? You, you, you've I, been no, saying I th- something. I, I thought the exact same thing when he was saying goodbye to her. I was th- my first thought was like, why would you not go with? I maybe yeah. it's not professional. Uh-huh. Maybe it's not good on the resume. Or maybe you know? he, maybe Ivar's not even offering that. Maybe he's kind of who knows. Yeah, he's holding I mean, a hostage. maybe he's holding a hostage or something. Like otherwise, he might just run away. But it's you know who knows what's going to happen. Um, and so what? what did, you guys are getting, giving so many comments. You can't even keep up. Um, I'm just going to move on because I can't. There's so Let's many comments. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are fast. Um, I'm not as quick as that. So he's, he's but okay. So where, where do we draw the line? You have merciful versus feared, right? Yeah. Look, I don't want you to be alone. I want you to have a place. I love you. You're my brother. And so I want you to advocate for me and, you know, go cement our, with our allies. But if you don't go, I'm going to burn your wife. So, are we are we on the are we on the loving part here, or are we on the fearing part? Yeah, and, and it's kind of, and I think it's actually a good thing. So like they both know where each other stands because it really wasn't it, to me. It always seemed weird to have you know Vitzer kind of like wandering around outside the circle, like yeah, you're not really a god, you know, and just kind of like being this voice of dissent. Like how long is Ivar going to take that? And then plus, how long could you know Vitzer do that? You know, productively, I th- I, th- I don't think he would feel good. So I'd like to see. Well, without I actually cheated and looked at the preview, but I like mm-hmm. the fact. That that he's getting to venture out and do something else. Do something else, yeah. yeah. It's when he is leaving, and so in, he's taking his fate a little bit in his own hands and can. And so hopefully that happens. Mark Walling is saying, Ivar can't uh, wait till Bjorn takes him out. 
um, I'm sick of Ivar. And so I think, I don't know. I'll, I, what do you think? Like, is, are we over Ivar? Or is, he, is, he a really good, is he really good though? And, he, and he's acting like we, he's so good at what he does. Like we hate him and that's what we all need to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. The thing is he's been, he's been such, we've been seeing like the wheels in his head turn so much and he's been holding on the power and tightening on power and tightening on power. He's been kind of like one note. So this is the first time we've kind of like seen him uh, have a little bit more nuance. Like maybe I'd like to be loved. And he didn't really think about it. It was just, you know, Frey just threw, it out, th- threw that out there. So yeah, I'd like to see some more nuance in his character. I'd like to see another side to him. And perhaps we will get to see maybe more of the benevolent side. Because we have only seen one side and that is, once again, like we said, the, yeah. you know, the crazy ass side. Yeah. God, and then he, um, I, I think it was so great, that slithering trail. Yeah. Like, he just, he didn't go on his crutches, maybe he wanted to be quiet, but just like the whole snake in the brain, mm. he's sneaky, he's slithering around, he's mm. like, just not, he's just acting like a snake. So creepy, man. Snake was my um, my nickname in university. Really? Is that yeah. you, man? Uh-oh, we gotta keep it on. No, it's not me, I'm just saying, it's kind of weird just to do okay. snake, snake, snake. Jake the snake. Anyway, no here, no there, right? Let's move on. Um, all right, so at this point, Thora and Vitzik, is, they're gone. So Vitzik is saying bye, um, and he's making sure he tells her, like, and I, this is why I wondered why you didn't, you know, take a whiff. It's like, be careful of Ivar, because I, I can tell you that Ivar F is to the point in his mind where he will still burn her, even though Vitzik has left. Right, yeah, like what's yeah, what's keeping like, her? Like, give me the odds out yeah. of ten. I, I mean, the 10. thing is, I don't, I just don't think he has any. He doesn't have a reason to. I think he would. He, I think he would like to kind of save her, kind of like a. She's basically a hostage. You know what I mean? So if yeah. ever, if uh, Vitzek ever does anything wrong, then you know he can hurt her. He can kill her. So I don't think he will. He has nothing to gain from it at this point. It, you know, we know he's sadistic, but he's not that far gone where he can't see that it's a good play to keep her. Got you. Um, Ara saying, do you think Ivar has a suspicion that Vitzek might try to revolt against him with Earl, with the other Earl? He's anything to treat, uh, to treat you with? Do you think so? I, I mean, the thing is, I wouldn't, Ivar being as shrewd as he is, he has to consider that. He has to know that when he's letting him out the fold, that that's a possibility. So... You know what comes to mind? And we're moving on now because that's the end of the Katagat uh, sign. And we're going to Wessex. And just to connect Katagat and Wessex together, um, in the beginning, Judith said, like, as a king, you have to be brutal. You have to do the most foul things to stay in power, to protect mm-hmm. yourself. And um, I feel like that's kind of what ha- what's happening in Katagat. But Ivar, the easy thing would have been to kill Vitzek. That would have been the kingly thing to do, according to Judith, probably. Yeah, but but, but I I will say this though I don't it, 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 he would have definitely been ruling out of fear, and there definitely would have been a contingent of people who really don't believe he's a god. They're just there because he's because they don't want to die. I mean, you know, and maybe he doesn't care, you know. But I, they're definitely once he would have killed his brother. I, I think like he's already killed one brother already. He's like, just yeah, killed a couple of brothers. He did. Thank you, Steve. Yes, <laughs> thank you, did. Al. Let's, yes. see, let's see what Sigurd has to say about that. Oh wait. No, we can't. I was like, wait, uh, he's dead. Axe to the chest. <laughs> he did. Um, yeah, axe in the chest, he's dead. And so, God, he's already... Exactly. Yeah. See? I didn't even come to mind. Did you guys think about that? Well, he already we forget killed about one it. brother. Yeah. Right? So. Um, how many more before, you know, yeah. he's just like... Not I, I don't... I don't yeah, it's, it's definitely not beyond him, but I like the fact that at least he's being measured at this point in time. Because it might generate more... Yeah, who knows? It might generate uh, just just more uh, chaos and more disloyalty and make them more, uh, I don't know, more uh, 
I guess, uh, more vulnerable to an attack, and maybe they might sympathize with the outsiders when they say Bjorn come in, you know, the 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 good king, you know, the true the the true king, you know, he's not as he's not as evil and he's not as uh, violent as this other guy. So he's a, I think he's got a, he's got to walk a, a nice line, a very a, a very, very narrow thin line. line. Yeah. Um, Ara saying that eight out of ten, eight out of ten, eighty <laughs> percent that Ivar will burn her. Just because he's getting bored. That is, <laughs> that is brutal. Damn. <clears throat> okay. So let's on move on to Wessex. You have some good news or info for us. Oh, yes, I do. I got some important info for you guys. Hey, After Buzzers, our network produces after shows for nearly all your favorite TV shows. From dramas, reality TV, sci-fi, and more, there's no network that works harder to serve television fans. But we need your help. We're asking that you please subscribe to one or more of our YouTube channels. By subscribing to our channel, YouTube will suggest content that's tailor-made for you, and you'll help AfterBuzz continue to grow. And if you're worried about those pesky notifications, don't be, because they're optional. So hit that subscribe button now for this channel, and check out our other AfterBuzz YouTube channels as well. Let us know you did so in the comments, and we'll thank you on air and give you a shout-out. For now, thanks for being the best fans and for helping us be the ESPN of TV talk. Yay! You guys are all the best fans, especially on Vikings, because you guys are just awesome. You guys give us a lot of love. I'm going to say that again. You guys give us so much love, and we really, 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 really appreciate it. So we're going to give you guys the love back and make sure we're here every week to talk Vikings, mm-hmm. right? Um, okay, so let's move on to Wessex. I've got a paper here, and in the name of James, by the way, James is working in San Diego. He wished he could have been here, and what he up, will be back hopefully next week, right? And so this is in honor of James. <laughs> there you go. completely miss. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to, next time I'm going to dodge that knife throw, Steve. I heard it hit something. Yeah, it, it, it young hits half <laughs> Okay, go, go with the knife again, Steve. <laughs> oh, you missed me. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, let's move on to Wessex. Sorry, guys. We're having some fun. It's so much fun here with everybody. Um, so this thing is starting off with Ethelred and being buried underneath some floor. And I was just like, where's the cover? Are they just putting soil on top of him? Is it going to rot underneath the stones? Is it going to start smelling bad in church? Like, what is happening? Yeah. And it, I, I mean, it was just so bizarre, too. Forgive me if I'm skipping too far ahead, but like when the king comes in, he's like, what's going on? I'm like, what is this? No, this is, you're exactly spot on, Al. Yeah. Like, that's exactly what happened. He comes in, he's like, uh, he, oh, you've, oh, my God, you've awakened. Like, after you sleep, <laughs> Prince Beauty. Um, he walks in, like, you know, just after a long night out or something, and he doesn't know what's going on. And it's like, who's this beautiful burial for? And obviously, they tell him it's his brother. Yeah. And then Judith's. Like, and Adriadne said this. Like, I started watching the episode, Adriadne, I think you started watching a little bit before me, and you're like, 20 minutes in, you're already sick of Judith. Hmm. I mean, she's just, like, spewing it. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing about the Judith, and this is a, a good point. We, As a mother, terrible mom, bad mom, don't kill your other son. <laughs> but is she the right. essence of what she's saying to solidify her her son who is king to solidify his power is she showing him how to make those decisions those hard decisions that he needs to make and doing it for him and doing and doing it for him maybe like maybe teaching him setting like, example yeah setting an example like you can't have emotions like everybody else so basically we hate her for being the for being the bad guy or for being the bad girl we'll say the bad guy but she's just doing what needs to be done she was doing the kingly thing the, the whole thing that she spewed and she was like oh it was so awful he collapsed Bullshit. We all know what happened. You killed him. Um, and so now, uh, the, 
just before they talk to you, well, we can. I guess we can just jump into that because just between that, they she's sending the poor uh, Ethelred's wife or girlfriend home, right? Yeah, poor thing. It's, it's, it's pretty harsh. So now that's yeah. another uh, example of. Well, let's just do the kingly thing here. So since your husband is dead, it's time you pack your bags and skedaddle. And you know what? I think she. I think she's. Uh, she. We haven't seen the last of her. She might have made another enemy. You know? She. Oh, she definitely made another enemy because she mm-hmm. even called it out. So like, I know it's kind of weird that you're not that sad, really. Yeah. And so you know, broken that your son just died. Yeah. It's kind of weird. So I'm. I don't know what to think about that. Mm-hmm. And, she, and she, she, I mean, Judith, not not that we ever expect her to do the compassionate thing, but she, if she wanted to be a, a fair queen's uh, mother, oh, you can stay with us. You'll always be part of the family. No, she was like, get the heck out of here. Get your bags and bounce. She <laughs> is cutthroat. She ain't going to say, um, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, stay as long as you want. Uh, we'll get through this together. No, your husband died yesterday. Tomorrow you are on the street. Out. Go back to your mother. So now this is where we get to Alfred and Judith. So this was kind of... I don't know what to make of this, really. And I would love to know what you guys in the live chat throw it in there for me right now. What do you guys make of this whole Alfred Judith scene? Like, he's angry, acting like a child. She looks scared of him in the beginning. And then he's, like, telling basically that I killed your brother. He gets mad. But then she gives the whole spiel about being a king and doing the kingly thing. And that you need to be brutal to stay in power. I think, I mean, I think it was definitely something that uh, he needed to hear. And we don't want to see, Al- we like Alfred because he's kind of like, a, I, I feel like he's like the, the stand-in for the audience. You know, he's intelligent, but he's not violent. You know, he still has, he still has his feelings and his emotions. But she's definitely in turning him into that, that brutal king, which I guess ultimately you need to be, you know. And, you, I, I mean, and when you really think about it, you know, who knows, maybe the minute, the minute he gets sick again or the minute uh, Alfred pisses off some uh, nobles, then, you know, they get right back in uh, Aethelred's ear again. You got to deal with that whole thing again. Can you trust him? You think you trust him, but but can you really? I don't know, man. It's brutal. It's, you know, it's like that. It's like that whole Game of Thrones royalty thing. You got to like, you know, off with the heads. <laughs> that <is> heads, a... <laughs> spikes. <laughs> Damn, jeez, exactly. That's the only Just way to be sure. Juicy as that sounds. Uh, Mark is saying, uh, yeah, good scene. I really think like the actor who plays Alfred. Good actor. Jeff is saying Alfred will take her out eventually. From what she has said. So Judith, you know, saying that you think that Alfred is going to take out the mother. The mother kills the son. The brother kills the mother. I like that. That's kind of a wicked triangle. You guys are dark and deep. (laughs) Damn. But Jeff says it might backfire for her, um, the whole thing. Alfred sure had a lot of energy after being sick for so long. He's <laughs> he really made a mess, Lollipop Girl. That is hilarious. Yes, he, he, I saw this. He was picking up the table, and there was like a split second where he, I feel like he couldn't lift it. And then, and then he went up. So I, was, I feel like it was a, you know, obviously a prop or whatever, but I think the table might have been he too heavy. He was just heavy. so angry. He, he was, was grieving. so angry, but he also just woke up from like, a, you know, having eaten for like seven, you know, however long he was in a coma for. Um, so that is hilarious. Uh, Emily is saying, Judith is a bad mother. You know what, Judith? Poisoning kid, your own kid, I, I guess that accounts to being a, a little bit bad mother. Bit, I think yeah. I think you're... You're, you're underkilling it there. Is that a thing? Underkill? I don't know. No? She won't. She won't win Mother of the Year. She will not win Mother <laughs> of the Year. That is for sure. Um, well, yeah. No, she won't. Um, all right. So, yes. Yeah, so I. So this whole scene is playing off. Um, she's saying you have to do terrible things, and that's that kind of stuck with me. You have to do terrible things. She's not specific to what. Obviously, that is that she's speaking about her own actions. She's almost. And then one of you guys said it here. She is justifying or trying to make herself feel better. Kill the one brother to save the other brother. 
And that's what you all said in the comment sections in, in, the, in the previous episode, in the, in the comments afterwards. You said, well, that's why she's saving the one brother in, you know, by killing the other one. Do you think that's how it I should mean, have been? I think, I mean, she's, she's pragmatic and she's, she's walking it the way she talks it. And I think this is the way she thinks a king needs to be. And, I, and, and if we throw out all the sentimentality and all that stuff, really? Wait, think about it. If you're going to be king... I think I think it's the right decision. I would I would have been bummed that my Holy mom did it. Shit. I would have been bummed Ow. that my mom did it. But uh, Ethelred, yeah, man, you can't be sitting there plotting. Who knows what's going on with you? And if we send you away, who knows? You may probably join up with somebody else. So, man, let, yeah, let's poison him too. Your wife, yeah, t- pack her bags too. Let's yeah. get them all out of here. She, she can <laughs> she, she can be happy, glad she wasn't poisoned as well, yeah. just for not living in time, yeah. you know. But so another thing here is like. Is, is something that I think is going to change Alfred and it's going to change uh, the course of this next few episodes is her saying that you're feeling like a normal person. You're acting like a normal person. You have emotions like a normal person. You are not a normal person. You're a king. So she's completely separating him like an entity, almost like Ivar as a god, right? Like That's ridiculous. You can't go through life like that. You won't be sane. You, that you'll be suspicious and annoy- like you'll, you'll go crazy. If you have to look over your back the whole time, I don't think that's the right advice. I guess. But I think uh, her goal is to toughen him up, though. And I think if she's, if she makes, she, she makes, he's hardening a little bit, so he'll be able to be able to make these like tough decisions, killing people. You know, he'll be able to make those decisions. I think a little bit easier. Which brings us back: Do you want to be a king that's feared or a king that's loved? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. So it plays into both both of these. And guess what? Lines. The king sometimes the kings that are loved, uh, if, if they're not feared, they get killed. So sometimes, you know, it's like, hey, let, let's, I'd rather be safe. Let's just be feared, okay? You know, yeah. Let's just kill everybody. <laughs> kill everybody. Nobody can be against yeah, all, us. All this, I'd, I'd like to be loved and all that, but that means somebody's going to... You're going to think I'm a little too weak out there. I know this whole love thing. I like the love, but one of you is going to test me. And he <laughs> will hang by the rope for that. Yeah. yeah. So now these guys are... Yes, sir. This nonstop attacks, all right? It's just like... I feel like it's just like... It's coming. These Vikings are really putting this Englishman to the test, okay? So we've got another Viking army approaching. Nothing to do with any of the Vikings that we've known so mm. far. Did they call them Danes? Is that what they... Danes, okay. yeah. It's Danish Danes from Daneland, like okay. I said last week, from Denmark. <laughs> um, and so so these guys are Norway, Denmark. Um, yeah, but they're all Viking Scandinavia, right? Mm. And so... He's saying, Alfred is like, okay, well, it doesn't matter. And they'll be in a few days. I've got 2,000 people. Now, from the battle scenes that I've seen and the amount of death and the amount of people, 2,000 people, I mean, that doesn't really always look like thousands of people in the actual scene. But I can only imagine like how much it's supposed to be. Mm. I, don't, I just didn't feel like 2,000 was right. it. Like Pro- 300 yeah. chips. Yeah. You know? We didn't see all the guys in the background, you know, with spears and hiding in the trees. And yeah, stuff. yeah. <laughs> but think about it. 300 chips. 20 people, you know, per ship. Yeah. What's the math there? Yeah. Uh, 6,000, huh? Yeah. Good, but, good and, and good point. Do you think this whole thing, I mean, people like, uh, uh, I guess, uh, uh, leveraging their power. When uh, Vitzer's like, uh, okay, if Alfred, if you want me to, to help defend you, you got to make me head of your army. Like, that's a huge thing, right? Well, he's wiggling his way in there. So not only is he now becoming Christian, he's got safe haven there. Mm. Now he's becoming the head of the army. Isn't that the most second? Isn't that the second most powerful position that, that there that's, is? That's got to be. I think that's or a bit too. To. I think that would be a bit too fast for him. I think there would definitely be a lot of outcry, you know, from uh, from the lords and from the, from his own military. From maybe. The, yeah, from the other because he's very confident in his commanders yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But let's get real here. Yeah. I think, regardless of the outcry, 
it's black and white. You make it, it, it. There's only one outcome. You either die or you live. You either stay in key power mm. or you're not. So you either make me commander, and we win, or you don't. So mm. you can be angry. You guys can can retaliate and you know say all everybody mm. say your point of view and say your opinion. But in the end, if wow. it doesn't happen, then everybody is going to eat shit. Then let me ask you a question: What if uh, Alfred takes a more measured uh, kind of like a, a what do you call it? Uh, uh, in the Approach? middle, the middle path. Yeah, where he's like. Okay, maybe I won't make you head. I'll make you like uh, if this goes well, I'll make you advisor. the head right now, advisor. Yeah. Or maybe I'll let you uh, command half of them. Or is it kind of like an all or nothing? Is Vincent like if you don't give me total control so instead of partial the control, then does he sabotage them? Does he make that's them the lose? That's the thing. It's an ultimatum, right? Yeah, okay. it's kind of, it's an ultimatum. Exactly. That's an excellent point, Al. It's an ultimatum. So yeah, in one end, it's black and white. Like either you die or you not. So make me, ke- uh, you know, commander or not. But then another the end is exactly that. You. If he doesn't say half of the army, I don't think he would have taken it Probably because not. he's got a hold, because he's got this opportunity, this leverage. He's got him where he wants him. He's got him where he wants him. And why wouldn't you want to up yourself? It's the same as Rolo, like making up in the France. And now the rest of the Ragnars are in after the um, Lothbrooks are up in England. And next thing you know, he's king. There you go. You, know? there you, go. Well, you, you never know what's going to happen in this show. Good example. Um, and so Uber's going to be head of the army, obviously. I must early prediction. Ah, not allowed to do that. Not a, not early. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you guys my predictions in the predictions. Okay. Um, okay. So that's about it. So did for, we talk about Iceland yet? Yeah, we're going to talk about okay. that now. Yeah, we're getting to Iceland. Um, guys. Uh, so we've got uh, Mark saying yes. I love that. Uh, that as well as they became friends like Ragnar and Athelstan Skull. All right. So I don't know. I guess I missed the whole storyline. Let's just move on to Iceland while I catch up on what's going on there in the live chat. All right. So Iceland is um, this. Th- we've been waiting for this for a very, very long time. Ooh. Like you guys have been calling it out. You have been saying, "I'm bored." Like if I, you, you guys have been saying, I'm fa- "I fast forward through the Iceland parts." And fair enough, right? But. Is this a is this Michael Hurst's trick? Is he is he like drawing us out and then wham, like shit just goes down? I think he definitely did. You know, he kind of dangled this whole thing of like, well, people can change and they'll be reunified again. So he was definitely playing with our emotions. Yeah, absolutely playing with our emotions. Now these guys are emotionally trudging through the snow once again. I always said with James last week as well. If every scene is they're just trudging through oh, snow, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, to this, to the to the bad settlement. These guys come in there. I mean, a uh, uh, leaking roof is an understatement. I don't even think there is a roof. Okay, it's just <laughs> raining into this little little. It's a snow, s- uh, rain and bog mud and mud and rain and mud and rain and mud. Yeah, it's uh, and uh, and and Hettel, like James said last week. Is that how you say his name? Hettel. 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 Okay. Hettel. Hettel. Um, we'll, 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 <laughs> I think everybody's got their own unique way. Okay. To say that, um, but so yes, so. So it, at first it's all good, right? So we're we're good. We're good like you guys, we, we've all changed. Floki was right. Everybody's right. This is all good. <laughs> yes, thank you, Steve. That was amazing. Floki is right. And then, oh my God, what the f? And I'm sorry, but I predicted this. Did you? I said this. Nice. And I need a thumbs up for that because I really <laughs> did. Okay, it's the one prediction in five seasons that's come true. All right, and man. I can't believe it because I never, I didn't actually okay. think it was going to happen. Good but call, yeah, man. Yeah. Good call. Yeah, good call. Yeah, so yeah. it was, a, it was a trap. And so they're saying they planned it so long, um, and they're obviously calling out the grandma and they just to start to just to ruffle the feathers a bit, and then it just starts slitting throats. Ah oh, man, it's just, it's, just a, it's just like a bloodbath. It's a, it's it's a bloodbath, and yeah, I mean, I didn't think they were going to kill. Uh, uh, Helgi too, but they killed Helgi too. They killed all of them. They killed Splat. 
what's going on? Oh, shit. <laughs> we had some lightning in there, too. Lightning in there. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, and so thanks for the thumbs up, by the way. I yeah. appreciate it. Um, yeah. God, guys. So Everybody yeah, the kid- did, but they didn't kill Floki, and I'm kind of wondering why. Mm, interesting. Why did they not kill Floki? Floki's this new seer, you guys are saying. Maybe it's the new seer. Maybe it's just not really part of the whole uh, battle between these two families. Right. I, th- I mean, I think for all of Hetel, for all of his anger and want for revenge, I mean, well, clearly he knows that Floki is not an enemy. But I'm like you. I mean, if somebody's willing to go that far, why wouldn't he just say, oh, let's just take Floki out too. You know, I'll just be, nobody's going to get in my way. I, I just might as well lead, lead everybody. Yeah. I mean, what's to stop him? I mean, uh, well, f- f- for one, he's a boat builder. If they know they have there a boat, they're not leaving the island. So maybe that's a good reason. There you Floki, go. the boat builder. Floki we, need, we need a boat. Right. Um, but Helgi wasn't kept alive and nobody else. Avon was dead and, and, and everybody. And so the person that's obviously taking this the hardest is Helgi's... Odd, is that what you're saying? Odd wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's beautiful. And by the way, I'm just going to throw that out there. Um, and uh, she is just sad as well that like, that her own father, because this is, this is Schettel's daughter, if, I'm, if I have this right. Just call me out mm-hmm. if it's not. But mm-hmm. basically the other camps, you know, that's, mm-hmm. um, and so she can't believe that her own father killed it. So what I was initially thinking is she's going to go kill the, 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 you know, the father of the rest of the people, but she doesn't. And what about the, what about the fact that, too, uh, um, that Floki was even, t- even telling uh, Hetel that, that yo, uh, Helgi, he loves, he loves your daughter. He's, he's on your side. He, yeah, he's, don't, he's, don't kill. He wasn't part of this at all. He was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe if he, if he survives the night, maybe we can let him live. It will make us all feel better or something yeah. like that. Well, that didn't work, <laughs> and so now you're dead. Yeah. Um, and so your daughter now is also dead. So you just not going to swear on the show anymore. Yeah. You just you just effed it up. You just messed it up. What would make him think that his daughter would continue to want to live with him or love him as a Maybe father? Maybe she didn't think that he thought that she loved him as much as he th- Thought Obviously that she not. loved him. Clearly not. You're right. Man, how, well, how do- I mean, may- uh, maybe if uh, Hittel uh, let his daughter know that he also is a WWE superstar in real life, <laughs> name the Edge. Is that him? <laughs> is, uh, uh, is our viewer seeing that right now? Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just throwing know. that out there. That is just, awesome. Okay, so he is a WWE wrestler, yeah. if I have that right. Edge. Yeah. What's his name? Edge. 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 Okay. The Edge. And he's in Vikings? I'm going to become Otherwise a WWE Otherwise known fan. as Adam Copeland. Nice. Adam Copeland. What a legend. Well, if that was your dad, you know, you kind of you kind of awesome. side with him. And so no wonder he's still alive. Yeah. For how long, we'll see. Because um, Floki's still in the picture. Right. Uh, and so, yeah, the scene ends up where Ard jumps off very sad the cliff, which looks like something out of Lord of Rings. Exactly. That, that the whole place. And that is the end of the episode. So let's get to predictions. Nothing? Okay, let's get... Pre- <laughs> I was waiting for some kind of lighting and... Oh, here we go. Oh, what's that? No? Okay. Ah! And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. All caught up now, guys. <laughs> I was like, thanks, Steve, for... I mean, what are you doing back there? Come on, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Steve is amazing. I'm kidding. Steve is so on it. It's ridiculous. We, this show would be nothing without you. Thank you, Steve. Okay, predictions. What do you think is going to happen? And we've got three episodes left before the final season, which is, by the way, mm-hmm. we found out today that's going to get canceled. Oh, yeah. 
after, after season six, six after right? season six but right. don't worry we are going to be here in the studio with you guys up until 2020 to the bitter end to the bitter end up into the year 2020 because yeah. that's until when these episodes are going to go so okay so for uh, this next three episodes your prediction so yeah okay we know that uh Vitzirk must leave Thora and he's been basically forced to to go make these treaties on behalf of Ivar I not only is going to go out and I think he's going to consolidate his power with these people who uh, Ivar directed him to. I forget the name of the, of the people he directed him to, but I'd like to see him come back around and make a peace treaty with Bjorn and Harold too, and they all gang up and take Ivar out. Well, I think all of us would love <laughs> we all that. Love that. <laughs> that would be one massive battle, especially like Ivar's like posse and his fighters with their weird helmets and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that's that. Long that's term, a, that's, that's awesome. long-term play. No, maybe but that's next awesome. Season. No, no, that's... Yeah, yeah maybe not. Okay. That shit's happening. You've got three episodes left. That's okay. a lot can happen, you know. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna call out one of my... One of one of our uh, fans, Dennis, Kill the God. Uh, again, um, he's a historian professor from... I think it's Sweden or uh, um, Norway, um, somewhere in Scandinavia. But uh, he gave a prediction, and I'm going to call this out for him. And he said that Bjorn is going to go back... I don't know if this is going to happen, but Bjorn is going to go back. He's going to, he's going to uh, defeat Ivar, but Ivar is not going to die. Ivar is going to flee to Russia. Mm. Yes, where he's going to become friend or friends or befriend a, the king over there and become, make an alliance with them. I don't know what's going to happen after that, but I have heard a lot of talk about this whole storyline in season six moving towards Russia in the actual history show ah. that we're watching. Okay. So that is Dennis's prediction. Nice. My prediction is that uh, Bjorn is going to kill King Harald. Woo! That's yeah. all I have for you Hot guys. take right there, Hot man. take for Hot you guys. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Vikings, Season 5, Episode 17. My name is Jakob Winnings. If you guys love wine, if you drink wine, if you're into wine, go to grapeunknown.com. There's a free wine course on there for you. You can drink wine with me. We have live tastings every nice. month. And uh, yeah, if you're and it's for it's for beginners. So if you're new to wine, this is where you need to be. My name is Yaku, and I'm joined by my uh, graceful host. Hey everybody, Al Grag. You can find me on IG at Algae underscore Jamaica House Film. We got a screening coming up in February too, so follow along. Awesome. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Much love. Mwah! Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.